Let's go back to the beginning, Lewis. How did you get involved with... Actually, no, let's start with this. Let's start with what we're having now. How, how has this summer activities club been going through? Do you know what? I've actually enjoyed it. Um, it was kind of... Not forced upon me, but it was... Yeah, it was something that I didn't see happening for myself. But, um, yeah, I'm glad... I'm glad that it did. It was... Yeah, they're good kids. Enjoyed it. So it's been all right, then? Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been good. Um, tired. Been having lots of long blinks after work on the sofa. But, um, yeah, no, it's been good. And all the children have gone back with the correct numbers of fingers and toes in the right order, which is... Um, which is good. <laughs> so you got that far, then? Yeah. Um, yeah you, I think you're really good at, like... Rounding, rounding the troops that together. And is, how do you do that? Like, uh, I'm a dad of two. I think that helped. Also, the fact that the children are the responsible adults in the classroom when I'm about, I think helps. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's just common sense. Okay, and what's what's been your favourite your favourite part of the whole club? See, you're, you're, you're provoking me into saying home time, aren't you? I'm not falling for it. Um, I've, we've done loads of good stuff. I've kind of wanted to get the kids away from the computers. Um, we've done a lot of art, which is good. And um, But I think my favourite thing was the geocaching we did. That was good. That was good. At first, all the kids were like, oh, it's rubbish. Oh, I don't want to do this. And then all of a sudden, they've been walking for like three quarters of an hour and they've kind of all of them started to enjoy it. We are a bit unlucky with the weather though, weren't we? Although, they kind of added to it a little bit. And I also, I also, one of the other high points was this man on my right, Mr. Connor, tech man himself, building the camp and all things base-like in um, Ashridge. That was fun. Um, how, did you, how did you get involved, like in the beginning with Oasis Partnership? So, I was an alcoholic. I was given two months to live if I didn't stop. My brother was trying to section me, but they wouldn't touch me because of the booze. So somehow, still don't know how, I got referred to Oasis. Went down there, joined their alcohol group. Um, they gave me a, they gave me um, a counsellor. So she started putting me back together. Then they put me through a detox, which basically means that. Um, it stops withdrawals. If I was just to stop drinking, it would kill me. So it's they, they detox the, the alcohol from your system because my body was dependent on it. So if you took it away, it would go into shock and kill me. So it's all about withdrawing safely off, off of the, the booze. Um, did that, started running. Um, noticed the benefits immediately, early recovery. It kind of made things a bit easier. Um, so I started, I, yeah, in, in, in somewhere in the madness, I... Applied for the London Marathon, um, got in first time, which is unheard of. Uh, uh, so I, I had to train. So I started running, really enjoyed it. Noticed the difference it made in my head, my energy levels. Researched it. Um, the, the thought, the, the uh, reactions of mental health and exercise. Saw that there was something in it. So I started asking all the addiction counselors around the world via LinkedIn. They were all on board with what I kind of did um, was thinking of so I started a charity up Phoenix Lifestyle Innovations and it's using the body and physical activity as a way of improving the mind and mental health 
uh, predominantly like from from my perspective as a as a relapse prevention method for those that are in um, early recovery and it's been it's been really good and and thankfully I approached Colin the CEO of Oasis about probably three three years ago he saw what I had in store and and kind of shared with me my excitement and got me on board and and now I'm so blessed to be in a position that we've got this brand new project I'm activity lead and and it's enabling me to give back to Oasis um, for for saving my life generally so it's it's all nice and neat and as a result of um, my work with Oasis and and One Recovery I'm now um, a a trained recovery coach and I'm also um, their employee in Phoenix they've just given me a year's contract so going into the drugs and alcohol service and helping people doing what I do so it's yeah it's, it's all worked out amazingly I couldn't be prouder yeah, it's good. It's Sweet. good. I appreciate you sharing. It's all right. Um, We're always here, aren't we? For sure. Like, can you talk about like what it, the process of getting getting through like rec- recovery? Recovery was hard and is still hard. It's a daily thing. Um, even now, eleven years late. Well, it'd be eleven years November the seventeenth. Um, I have dreams that I got smashed. Um, wake up in a panic and then convince myself it was okay doesn't matter because it was only the weekend which is bonkers anyway because A it's never right for me to drink B I never used to drink at the weekend only it was a joke I used to drink when I'm on my own or with someone and and that was it you know Um, so summer holidays deadly trigger for me in the hot weather and seeing people in the beer garden and that's a killer. So that I mean, the the triggers are still very much there. It's it's taken a lot of time to feel confident about the triggers and and know that um, potentially I'm safer than than I am, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's temptation's never far away, which is good because it, it it kind of teaches me to keep my guard up, you know, and never get complacent, which is which is. I'm happy with that. That's the sort of ground that I'm happy in. Yeah. Just say no, kids. What's What's your relationship like with, with Colin? I think we got a good one. I think we got a really good relationship. Um, I look up to him. I've got a lot of respect for him. I consider him probably one of my best friends. But also, as a CEO, um, he has got what I hope I'd have. He's, he's very service user central. Um, I work with a lot of other um, organisations and they're kind of more driven by data and box ticking, which obviously Colin is because it, it, we need to demonstrate our impact. And, and once we can do that, then funding isn't going to be so tricky. So I get all that. But Colin cares about people. And that to me is A, why he's in the job, B, why he's so good at the job. Um, and I'm hoping that I can kind of take that on with me. I don't want to be one of these managers that just sit down and look at a spreadsheet and say, right, well, X is underperforming, so we'll shelve that and rah, 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 rah. I want people to come in, have fun, be successful with whatever they want to find out of Bagnell Project. For me, it's um, having a better, a better quality of life uh, in a nutshell. Um, and I, yeah, I hope that they get that from, from here. And Colin is, yeah, he's my 
my inspiration in a little bit without sounding too gushy. Don't tell him. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, who who are you mates with? Uh, like in, in the in Oasis partnership, generally. I love everyone. I think the the other big thing about Oasis for me is. It's a family. I don't know if you've picked up on that because you've only been here a couple of weeks or maybe nearly a month, is it? How long have you been uh, here now? I guess almost a month now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you kind of get that there's no... I do feel that, yeah. There's, I mean, obviously Colin is the head hombre, but he's not coming in here shouting and screaming and getting you to do stuff. And, and it's very much a family thing. And because, because it's a new service in Chesham for us, I think having a good team around you and kind of feeling it out together is is vital to his success. I think if you get, uh, I don't know, for example, you get a job's worth that just follows the letter of the rule, oh, I'm not doing that because X, Y, and Z, then I don't think an organisation will flow. They say that the, strong, the, the team's only as strong as the weakest link, don't they? And I think that's the case. And I think us lot, I, we all get on well. I consider everyone friends. And, and I know that if, well, I mean, I have had problems that, that people have helped me with um, without even having to ask really so yeah I think everyone's everyone's my mate here I want I want the best for everyone I guess I mean my other one thing I have written down um, is you know, what what is it that sort of keeps you coming coming to work the fact that we are making a difference I know it firsthand no one could it always saved my life that's without without them stepping in for whatever reason, I'd be dead, um, and I'd have been dead a long time ago. Um, so that's the major driver. Um, the fact that I know what I'm doing in the way of exercise and that the effects it has, I know that's important. I know that works. We've got signed, we've got miles of science research backing that up. Um, I like the people, as I've discussed. So that's another reason. It's just, it's just, it's almost difficult to stay in bed at the minute. <laughs> Which is, believe me, it's something I've never said before. But uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. The reason I keep going up is because I know what we're doing is relevant, and I know that we will, even on an off day, we will improve lives. But that's a cool thing. How do you think we can get more people engaged with what we're doing and just? I think it comes down to. Um, many things. Marketing, obviously, is really important. Word of mouth is more probably the most important thing we've got going. And the only reason, the only way we're going to get that is by doing more summer schools and by putting on activities, but not just putting activities on, putting on activities that people want and that are organised, that are fun, but well, that people want to come. Our success is only as, only as good as the support that it receives. So we could be the best organisation in the world, but if we're not getting people through the doors, then then it's no good. So we need to keep everything relevant. We need everyone to know about us. We need to do, I think we need to go over and, and above what we're supposed to do. And, and um, I mean, Colin, again, going back to him, he's, he's a great example of this. It's like, he uses In Kind a lot, which I'm not sure if you know, but it's a charity and manufacturers donate loads of stuff and charities can buy it at less than cost price and, and Colin, picks up so many things and it's all to give on to the service users so like the kids now will get they'll get slippers they get a rucksack they'll get a drinks bottle they'll get anything that we've got up so we've got boxes of stuff and and that's what i mean well he'll always like the remit of summer school for example 
kids come in, keep them entertained, feed them, kids go home. But with us, or with Colin, it's kids come here, they get, they get support, food and drink, they can help themselves, everyone can help themselves, come and go into the fridge, then they, they come back and they've got all of this extra stuff that Colin's bought for them, and it's not, it's not just a case of A and B, it's a case of A, B, C, D and E, and, and, and I think that's what I mean, he kind of sees a bigger picture and, and, and kind of overachieves, which, which is, I think if it's done right, overachieving's good. I think um, potentially it, it, could, it could lead to um, shortfalls, but I can't see that happening here because Colin obviously has got a, a tight hand on the reins, as it were. Yeah, well, that is. I mean, there is that feeling of everyone being like, all hands on deck with securing funding and everything. I don't think it's going to work out. We, the, we can only hope, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sure it will. I'm sure as time goes on and the more bodies that come in, then the more people will take good feedback away with them. And, and obviously, those people have got friends and family. And like this summer school, bearing in mind that the Bagnall project wasn't even a thing, or maybe just a bit of thing this time last year, you know, and now we're kind of coming out of the weirdest time certainly in my lifetime with pandemic and people are frightened to people are frightened to go out people are frightened to stay in people are frightened no one knows what's going on and we're setting up a brand new service right in the middle of it um i would have expected it to have a slow start but also i think if we could kind of gain some traction in these troubling times and when things start leveling out a bit we'd be a bit more established and and we will then hopefully become the kind of the go-to place in Chisholm you know same as anything you train train hard and fight easy so if we can get it right in the worst possible times when we're just starting up that when things settle down we should we should be absolutely flying I like that phrase yeah um, yeah it's nice to think I don't know because you've got obviously the White Hill Centre up, up the on the White Hill like on the other side of Chisholm yeah and you've got this place and I'm thinking about going over there and just asking them how they, how they run things just we'll go in covert Right. <laughs> I might go covert. Just because, and it's cool. Like, I mean, it would be nice. I think if there's some a place like this in every community. You know, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've I've always called it like a a, 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 a what do I call it? A communal communal resource, and that's yeah, and that's what I think it should be. Yeah, we we should be here, and we should have things that people, regardless of wealth, gender, race, religion can all come in here and, and find value. You know, using Collins ethos again, it's 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 about the people, not the result. Is my way of, of seeing it. Obviously results are important, but I think more important than a tick in a box is people like them kids out there. We haven't had a massive uptake, but the kids that we've had have asked to stay. Even the ones in the morning, they don't want to go home in the morning, they want to stay all day. So, you know, fickle kids can be at this age. So the fact that they want to come here and they want to stay here and they don't not want to be here when they're not supposed to be, I think um, I think is a tap on the back to all of us. I think we've done really well. Thank you very much. No worries. Absolutely. Um, peace. <laughs>